going on, everybody? We're back for another episode of Plain and Simple. Plain and Simple. What up, Theron? How's it going, man? Dude, doing all right, man. How are you? We're great. We're doing it. We're, we're on episode two. First one was great. It was great. It was a lot of fun. It was. A lot of people didn't think we'd get here to episode two. <laughs> <laughs> Who? I want names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, everybody, uh, this is Plain and Simple, a podcast dedicated to exploring all of the questions out there and answering them to the best of our ability. That's it. Plain and simple. To support us, go to our Instagram. Plain and simple pod. Give us a follow on Spotify or Apple or both. I put a, something up on the Instagram today on the feed, a little short video that shows you exactly what I mean when I say go rate and review, go follow on this, subscribe on that. It shows you exactly what you have to do. You just have to find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and hit the follow button, the subscribe button, whatever. But if you're an Apple Podcast user specifically, scroll down, hit the five-star button, and write a short little something about you know how you feel. If we make you feel top away, if you disagree with a question that we answer and you want to put your own feedback in there, throw it in there. Or if you want to be like Miranda, and <laughs> as she's listening to the episode, be texting me all of the questions we had, like their wedding date, uh, that trio friendships do not work, Ooh. and all kinds of sorts of things. Shout out to Miranda and Jordan for uh, for giving me such good feedback and for being our number one fans. Absolutely. Um, that's it. Plain and simple. Last thing uh, we need to do is uh, give us some feedback. Like if if we post something on Instagram or on our story or something and you want to ask us your own questions, you can do that. I'm sure, Theron and I are going to set up at some point soon a little portal where we can maybe an answer answer a question or two from the people maybe on every episode or maybe every four or five episodes we do like a like a listener questions episode or something we'll see we'll we'll figure out what works best if we if we get an absolute overwhelming like amount of people that we know asking us questions mm-hmm. then we'll do maybe like a dedicated episode a month or something that answers questions but if not maybe we'll just sprinkle in here and there, we'll see what works, what doesn't. Um, Theron, what's going on, man? What's what's going on since the last time I saw you? Oh, well, uh, kind of like we discussed on the podcast, I went to my boy Jeff's bachelor party, went up to Blairsville, um, had a great time, some great guys, met some new people, uh, played a little golf, played a little paintball, uh, just had a good time, just a real good time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, uh, over the weekend had a little shindig for Catherine's birthday party. And as you saw when I, when you, uh, when you walked in, I was, uh, being a slob and eating a bag of, uh, (laughs) and that's because if you look Theron on the top of our fridge, we have several chips party size. Yes. Very several bags of chips. There's some goldfish up there. Yep. There's uh, there's a case of Vizzies up at the top. If you open our fridge and see the amount of seltzers that we have, they are stacked on top of each other because there is no room in our fridge because we're supposed to be outside all day on Saturday. It started raining. And it started raining. So yeah. we evac from the pool. There was like 30 people in here at one point. Not 30, maybe, maybe close to 20. There's 20 people in the apartment Jeez. at one point. We didn't drink like we wanted to. We didn't eat like we wanted to because the rain kind of scared us away, but... Y'all went, Allie was telling me, so she came back up here with you guys and hung out for a little bit. And I think Jordan said too that y'all went and grabbed some dinner afterwards. 
Yeah, we, um, funny enough, Ali showed up as soon as like it was like starting to kind of hardcore sprinkle. So we got out of the pool area. She walked with us up here. We sang happy birthday to Catherine, which is uh, today, the day you're listening to this. Uh, And so so shouts to Bay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Catherine. And um, I almost thought you were going to say happy birthday, Bay. I was going to be like, (laughs) (laughs) Ali might have an issue with that. Um, But... Yeah, we came up here saying happy birthday, and then me and Catherine and a couple other people went to the Horned Owl Brewery that's right up the street in downtown Kennesaw, ordered some Paisano's pizza. My parents showed up. We kind of talked about wedding stuff and... The fun stuff. All the fun stuff, and yeah, yeah, we had a fun time. So in case you were curious about the overwhelming amount of chips we have is because... uh, Things did not go. Things to didn't work out, but you know that's that's life. You just do what you can. That's right. So, we said it last week, Theron. This week, what are we doing? We have questions for each other. We do. This is trying to dig into each other a little bit, paint a bigger picture of who Logan Lewis and Theron Sap are. I love it. Oh yeah, and yeah. this is just great like conversation too yeah and it's going to be good for us because i'm asking you things that i genuinely am curious about yes and uh likewise how about you sit and sip a while that's what your chick-fil-a cup says there on the backside. really oh yeah sit and sip a while what are you drinking in there let me guess let me guess this isn't part of my questions by the way this is a bonus question what are you sipping in there is that a is it a tea of some sort sweet tea not a tea dr pepper it's not a dr pepper and i will say one thing the only tea that I like to drink is public sweet tea. Okay. I, okay. That's that's for me. That's the gold standard of sweet tea for me. So it's but it's not tea. It's not Dr. Pepper. Just plain old Coke. You are a Coke guy. I am a Coke guy. Yeah. Yes. You are a Coke guy. Every now and then I'll switch it up with some Dr. Pepper. Okay. And usually that happens when we're somewhere and they're like they have a freestyle machine. Because mm-hmm. I don't like a little root beer in my Coke or yeah. a little lemonade in my, like I want straight Coke. And yeah. so if there's a freestyle and Allie's the same way, if there's a freestyle machine, uh, it's, it's a Dr. Pepper for me and she'll get a, like a water or like a high fruit punch, high C, something like that. What but, you mean when you say you don't want a little like lemonade in your Coke or whatever, like dude, the residue or whatever's left man, over from the previous <laughs> drink. You will never convince me that those things shut those valves off so perfectly that the previous drink doesn't even get a little bit in your I see what you're saying. Drink. And because you can taste, I mean, I can taste a difference. Really? Maybe I'm weird. I mean, you you know, might be. Your your senses might just be elevated. Maybe. You're just like, built different. And some people, built different. Uh, some people have the same thing like with coffee. You know, you can taste a difference in the different kind of grounds you get. And I mean, I don't drink my coffee black, but... Anyway, that's kind of how we are with Coke. Are you like me that you drink uh, coffee with your creamer or do you drink creamer with your coffee like uh, probably a normal human does? So the joke is that I, ha- I like a little bit of coffee with my creamer. Okay. <laughs> but I have, I do, I like to have, I, I like the coffee taste. If mm-hmm. it's a good ground, like I, I really like a good coffee. Do you guys do like the powder coffee or like the ground beans yourself or whatever? Or do you... I've done. Or do you guys just do like K-Cups and stuff? Uh, can't do the K-Cups. Um, but I do <clears throat> have a Chemex pour-over. Um, wow. Yeah. Didn't know you are doing that well. Well, I <laughs> actually had no clue what it was. 
until a guy by the name of Nick Garofalo was like, you should try pour over. And I was like, what's this pour over business? I'd only ever heard of like French press and espresso, obviously. But yeah, so I, I grabbed a, a pour over and it, it's been a game changer for me. And it's so easy to clean up. If you do pour over, like it's just easy to clean up. You know, it takes however long, like we have a little um, electric kettle mm-hmm. and I'll boil the water and then pour it over the grounds and my cup of coffee is ready in two minutes. And it's <laughs> just a good cup of coffee. You know what I just remembered in the middle of this coffee talk, which mm-hmm. relates to not, which doesn't relate to coffee at all, which is uh, our friend Chris. I believe that's his name, Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we talked about on the last episode, and I said I need to see that guy again. Yep. And he messaged me while he on Instagram while he was listening to the podcast, <laughs> and he said that in his head while we were talking, he thought I need to see this guy again. And then like the next sentence that was uttered was me saying I need to see that guy again, and that like we almost like connected on a on a level that we didn't know that we would connect on. So shouts to Chris. We'll probably see Chris soon, maybe. Oh, yeah. I said that, hey, we're trying to get something together. We'll maybe do some trivia, do a game night or something. Chris is on that invite list. Dude, Chris is a good time. I'm ready to vibe with Chris more. Well, I think we can make that Or happen. maybe we just go to trivia so me and him can shout obscenities <laughs> in public. Right? <laughs> just let everybody else know that you're having a good time at yeah. trivia. It doesn't matter. We're at the bottom of the leaderboard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We might be in last place, but if I get my answer right on who won 2011's album of the year at the MTV Movie Awards... Or that doesn't even make sense. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Woo! That's right. Sorry for all you headphone users. I think the last time I went to trivia, our team was so bad that whenever they're reading off the scores of where everyone's ranked, they didn't even say our team. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's where I'm at with my trivia game. All right. So uh, I'll I'll tell you what. The only time I've ever done good in trivia was I went with my in laws. Really? Uh, yeah, Rusty and Debbie. Um, How? Mr. Rusty is an encyclopedia of everything. Really? Oh, he'll hit you with, hey, have you ever heard of this? Do you know what this is from? And every time I'm I like, no, um, absolutely not. <laughs> and then like it used to be like with songs too. He just knows every single song. So like really? we'd be driving somewhere and a song would come on and he'd be like, Theron, what song is this? And I got wise to him because he had a infotainment center that would say the name yeah. and the artist of the song. And so after a while, I would just be like, oh, is this... And see, this is how bad it is. I don't even know a song that he would know, but I'd be like, oh, is this, uh, you know, what's it called by so-and-so? Yeah. And be like, yeah, you you saw it, you read it. And I'll be like, I 100% did. <laughs> is yeah, his that's name what, Rusty? His name is Rusty. That's tight. I need oh, to yeah. meet this guy. Rusty just so I Tool. Like, N- stop it. I kid you not. You are bullshitting me. Rusty Tool? His name is Rusty Tool. Oh. He's a guy, man. That's Allie's maiden name is Tool. Yep. Allie Tool. T-O-O-L-E. Man, Rusty Tool. That sucks. <laughs> that guy's that guy's middle school must have sucked. Rusty, if you hear this, tell Theron so that he can tell me if you were picked on because of that. That Rusty Tool. I don't think if that's the most badass name <laughs> I've ever heard. Isn't it? <laughs> it's so it's cool. It's a great name. Oh yeah. yeah. And he embodies it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, I, I need to read I need to meet Rusty. Rusty Tool is a man of the people. Where are her parents from again? Oh, Mr. Rusty is from he grew up let's see, I'm pretty sure South Carolina was a destination, Florida, New Jersey, 
He's been all over the place. Oh, he's been all over the place. His okay. dad worked okay. for IBM. Oh, his okay. mom was a real estate agent, and mm. it, she was a real estate agent up in North Carolina, like Highlands area. Okay. And um, so, I mean, yeah, he's been like kind of like you, and you, you can see that too with his like people skills. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't know a stranger. Within minutes, people are like, "I'm a fan of Rusty Tool." I'm, I haven't even met the guy, and I'm a fan. Oh, I need to find Rusty, and we oh, need to go to trivia. They're, they might be moving back up to Georgia. Really? Yeah. We got our fingers crossed. Ooh, that'd be dice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Theron, today's objective, as you said earlier, was to get to know each other more. Yes, sir. There's nothing that we can or can't ask the other, but we prepared five questions, I think. Yes. Three or four or five, something, or something in, the, in there. And if, get- and if, please, if other questions spark... Ask away. Hey, we'll just have a, fun with this one. This is a rabbit trail. This yeah. is a rabbit trail. Episode. We don't know where this is going to go. We don't know. For all you know, you're looking at the the runtime of this episode, and it says seven hours. That's goals. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. If you're getting this far into the episode, don't think you got another like six and a half hours. To no, get. no, no. Right. You uh, you definitely probably have 45 minutes left, right, or maybe right. 35 minutes left. We'll see. Right. Who knows? We'll see, we'll see how it happens. Theron, I'll let, I went first last week. I'll let you do the honors this week. Go first. All right. All right. So I was thinking, man, I want to get to know this Logan guy on a deeper level. So what would be a good question to ask? And I came up with this. You ready? Ready. What is the first thing you consider when making a decision and why? Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> right? The first thing I consider when making a decision. Well, well, this is a perfect example. So uh, earlier today, I was looking online at some new mics and okay, this this could open up a, a can. First question, let's go, baby. Here we go. Um, I don't know. Uh, so I'm, I'm considering getting some new mics, some better quality mics, some mics that go directly pair with this Rodecaster, the brand then that'll be, it's a pretty well-known brand of, for uh, microphones and production equipment and whatever. And it'd be a Rode mic and maybe even like one of those cool stands that kind of holds kind of sits sideways like this and the microphone almost sits in front of our faces like that. So it's less, you know, it's not like we have to like, you know, be behind a stand or anything, whatever. That's besides the point. And I consider when I'm thinking about pulling trig on something like that or on anything, like you said, is I'm kind of just, I kind of think about all of the different scenarios that use case. Yeah. Like I think about all of the ways that it will benefit me. But then I also consider like, do I need this? Especially, especially when buying something. Like, there's so many different ways you could perceive that question. But I'm going to talk strictly first in like purchasing something. Right. So like, I think like, do I need it? Do I really need it? Like, if Catherine was sitting here, she'd be like, do you really need those microphones? Are your microphones busted? And the answer is no, they are not. They right. do just fine uh, for what it is. But do I want them? Yes. But you see, I'm the kind of person that if I'm purchasing something, I need to have it right then and there. I need to check out right then and there, or else I'm going to start to feel like the buyer's remorse. Like if I make like a big purchase, like online, which I don't do very often at all. Like if I bought like, I don't know, 
a toaster online that we need that we that we wanted like a new toaster say a $300 toaster just for just throwing numbers that's, out there that's a heck of a toaster that's a heck of a toaster is it, do, does it does it toast my steak too yeah really can though. I get a ribeye out of this toaster no for I don't know I don't know for what we're getting out of this toaster but um if I have to wait for it to ship for four days by the time it comes I'm gonna be like oh I don't need that no toaster no toaster I'm returning that okay but like, for example, when we were in Vegas with my family, I almost bought this new pair of shoes. It was a really, really cool pair of shoes, really cool colors. It was like black and green and, and a little bit of pink. It was like a watermelon-looking Nike shoe. It was really awesome looking. But the line to check out, I would have had to wait like 15, 20 minutes just in a line to check out because they were so busy. And while after in line for like five minutes, I was like, I don't need them. Not, not, I don't need not it for me. Not for me. So patience plays a part. Patience does pay, play a part. Like, <sighs> yeah, patience. I, I had never thought about that, but yeah, patience plays a key role. But also, if we want to pivot to just other decisions in general, like what would make me decide to to get out of bed thirty minutes later than I should? I, I think I do the same thing now that I'm kind of thinking out loud. I think of all the reasons that it benefits me, and then I think of all the reasons it won't benefit me. Like, is it really that bad that I'm staying in bed 30 minutes longer? Is it really that big of a deal? Or is it really truly a big deal? Like, will it throw off the flow of the day? So I think that's the answer. I think I consider the ways that it'll... Well, I think that maybe that's a generic answer. Everyone does that, right? Right. What do you do when you... When you What's make the, a decision. What's the driving force? What's the first thing I consider when uh, making a decision is is usually like quality of life enhancement mm -hmm. or like, I mean, that's that's basically the gist of it. Now, you're right. That's probably is pretty general. And but like at the same time, like when I'm thinking of um, like, oh, maybe I should bring this up to Allie. Yeah. Maybe this is a discussion we need to have. And I'll think and run through like all the different ways that you know this conversation could go and then sometimes most of the time i'll wind up on okay I, that's you know it's just not even worth sure it's not an avenue that we need to go down because yeah. i need to you know I, it's just not something that we yeah, should be not going to die on that hill right there's a lot of hills that i don't die on there's I a lot that, of well no i <laughs> that would that would that that's under the assumption that there's lots of hills and there are not lots of hills. Um, Alex would be like, what does gonna, he mean? Yeah, uh, hills like, to die well, on. Well, how many times is Theron thinking that we, we should talk about something? No, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess, yeah. How does this directly, like, is it going to enhance my quality of life? Like, yeah. And I think that goes back to how I said, like, I think of like, how's it going to benefit me? Like, for example, like we, made a big boy decision last weekend and we invested in a Costco membership. We are officially on team Costco. It's a great team to be on. <clears throat> and me, my, in my head, when you go into Costco to sign up for a membership, I'm thinking like, they're going to say, all right, you want a membership? Here's what's going to cost a year. Fill out this information and you get your card, you get your picture taken, yada, yada, yada. We're standing in line for like 20 minutes and I'm really looking around and I'm observing everybody shopping and I'm thinking to myself, is this truly worth it? Am yes. I really going to benefit from this? Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> and <laughs> and while the answer might be yes for a lot of those questions, I like, even if it's something I'm 3,000% sure about, like when I bought my Catherine's engagement ring, mm -hmm. I thought like, do I really, do I really need, to, really buy need to buy this? No, <laughs> but 
it, it, even something that I'm like a hundred percent dead set on, I still start to run through my, my head, like the negative possibilities of it. So it's not like a second guessing kind of thing. Cause no. I wouldn't picture you as somebody who'd second guess yourself. I second guess myself a lot. Really? Yeah. Because I do a lot of internal, like I overthink a lot too. Okay. Like I do a lot of internal fighting with myself. Like, Interesting. like I should have bought those mics today. It was an easy investment. They weren't super expensive. I should have bought three new mics to replace the three I have now. But in my head, that you get the little angel and the little demon fighting <sighs> each other, saying like, "We yeah. need them." No, we don't. It, you know, whatever. So I think patience, quality of life are the uh, the things I consider when making a decision. Okay. I so think I need, agree with it you. It needs to be an impulse or it can't happen. For something that's, I'd say... it Like for a purchase. I for a say. purchase, it's got to be... If it's something like Chick-fil-A on the way home rather than cooking dinner, like I don't think much about that. Usually, if Catherine's like... Like last night, we were supposed to cook, and she's like, do you want to just get Culver's instead? I was like, yes. <laughs> Let's leave now. <laughs> I could really go for a butter burger. <laughs> Dude, they were so good. Dude, Culver's, Culver's is... Hits. Honestly, my little sister works there. Really? I need to start leverage. Well, which one? Jocelyn. Oh. She works, but it's all the way up I in meant, Jasper. Oh, I was going to say which location? Oh, it's Jasper. Jasper. Otherwise, I would have to be talking to her about the hookup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's one like right there. Uh, yeah. Like on Cobb Parkway. Mm-hmm. Man, just talking about it. The fries were a little underwhelming last night. And I'm the fry guy, so you should trust oh, me. Oh, you are the fry guy. <laughs> Guys, check out his Instagram, and I think they're on TikTok sometimes, too. Maybe. Yeah, I gave up on that. Okay, well, Instagram, he does fry reviews. <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh. It's a lot. It's it's a little too much. <laughs> but yeah, if it's a big purchase, like if it was like a, a, a washing machine or a, fri- a refrigerator or, hell, a new car, I can't babysit that thought for weeks. I got to go in, test drive the thing, pull trigger, or else I'm going to think about pull it too trig. much. Yeah. You said that earlier. And pull I'm trig. Like, I like that. Yeah. Pull trig. So if you're like, Logan, I'm thinking about pulling trig on this, I'm on this go new pull grill. Trig, bro. It sounds like something <laughs> a dad would say. Yeah. yeah. I pulled trig last week when on he's this. he's talking uh, to his, like, his, his kids. Oh, yeah. Hey, kids, I, I'm thinking about pulling trig on this boat. What yeah. do y'all think? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Dad, why are you saying stuff like dad, that? stop. Yeah, quit. Yeah, I'm going to be the dad that says pull trig, and my kids would be like, dad, stop. You got to do it when they're around like all their friends. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that's why you have kids, so you can embarrass them. Have you seen that vine of that guy, Trey Kennedy, that like does yes. like the millennial dad thing? And he's yeah. just like, have a good day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like dabs. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. that dude is hilarious. He is. He's too good. Oh, I yeah. love him. And he's clean, too. Absolutely. Like you can yeah. show him to your kids. Clean comedy. Yes. You love clean comedy. Absolutely. And it's so hard to do. Yes. You know? Jim Gaffigan has mastered that. Jim Gaffigan, Brian Regan. Yep. Those guys yep. are cream of the crop. Uh, what's another one? Anthony um, Jeselnik. And, and, nope. Just, oh, nope. Not very clean at all. Not clean. <laughs> Nate Bergazzi. Yeah. Yeah. Real good. I love clean comics. Dusty Slay. Don't know who I know that, but oh, Dusty Slay. We're having I just a good love time. that name. Oh, yeah. We're having a good time later. That's, Are you well, about that's, to show me clips of Dusty Slay? Well, that's what he says. Oh. Oh, that's one of his bits. Is he's like, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. He's like, I don't like to ask. I don't like to leave it up to chance. Oh, like, so I like instead to tell of saying, people, like, we're having a good time tonight? It's, we're having a good time. <laughs> That's pretty Just good. like me and you right now. We're yeah, having a good time. We are having a good time. Yes, yeah, sir. Cool. Right, what you got for me? Okay. Last week, you made a quick comment and you excused it. And then that is what sparked this entire idea of an episode. I need to know the origin story of you and Allie. Where did you meet? Did the you meet? House. Out, uh, I, I need to know this. 
All right. So give me the rundown, the bounce house. First of all, tell me about this bounce house. Did you work there? Did she work there? How, so how'd this go? I worked there first. I got the job. And what's funny, too, is me and Jeff applied for that job at the same time. Okay. Um, and for, like, I think the boss at the time was like, well, I saw that you had a lot of siblings, and one of the other you know ladies that works here, she has a lot of siblings, and she's been great, so let's take a shot. And that's the only reason why I got hired before Jeffrey. Jeffrey eventually worked there, too. Um, but yeah, it was like October 17th or something. I don't know. I, I posted a picture on Instagram the same day. Um, my boss called me and was like, Hey, this chick, she's going to be great. She's coming by to turn in her paperwork and she'll be starting on this day. So just take her paperwork, put it in the folder and yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And immediately when I got off the phone, I was like, Oh man, I hope this girl's pretty. Like, mm. I, I hope this girl's pretty. And at the bounce house, when you're sitting inside, the the windows are like one way windows. Yeah, like they're okay. mirror from the outside, yeah. and you can see it through. And I'm like, oh wow! I, immediately, my gears start turning. I'm like, I got to figure out a way to get this girl's number without just like taking it from it, the application. Just taking it from the application. <laughs> like, how lame is that? By the way, this is your new manager, Theron. Like, you know, hey, how would you go to dinner with me sometime? <laughs> no, I got to be a man about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I was like, I was kind of nervous, honestly. I, luckily, I asked her, and she was like, no, I, I couldn't tell. She was like, I'm, I might have been a little nervous. Anyway, so she started working there, and yeah, after like that first, like from October to like middle of February, I'm like feeling this chick out, like, like you know, you're, you're trying to figure out, okay, are we matches, or, yeah. you know, is this worth giving a go at? Is she into me? Is she not into me? I'm talking to my dad. I'm like, dad, what do you think about that? You know, her... And he's like, no, dude, she's really sweet. She's very, very sweet, very pretty. And so I was like, all right, I got to, I got to make a move. And so Valentine's day, Mm. uh, we were both working Valentine's day and I was like, I had asked her like, kind of like satirically, but also kind of like seriously, like, Oh, will you be my Valentine? I gave her a little heart cookie or whatever, like. You know, because if it's something where she's like, oh, I've got a boyfriend, it's like easy to excuse, but also mm-hmm. there's also a little bit of meaning behind it if there's oh, yeah. not. So I was like, I was like trying to cover all my bases. Um, and she was like, oh, yes. Oh, what? You know, and I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Not 45 minutes later, this dude comes in with a big old bouquet of flowers and. For her? For her. <gasps> yeah. No. And I'm like, all right, all right. Well, that crashed and burned pretty quickly Damn. for me. Turns out it was her prom date. And I her was like, prom wow. date? Yeah, she was she was going to prom with this guy. How old were you when you worked at this place? I was 19. She so was you, 17. Oh, wow. I didn't know there was a two-year age gap between you guys. Well, she was. I think she was actually 16. She turned 17. And you were 19? And I was 19. Oh. Yeah, I know you're smirking at me right now. <laughs> like anyway, go on, go on, go on. Um, okay. so, so he comes in and gives her this big bouquet, and she starts crying. She's giving this guy a hug, and I'm like, oh, gosh, dang. And I'm like, that's, that's it. That's over for me. Yeah. Like, I thought we had something going here. And then, like, as soon as he leaves, she's, like, trying to repair the damage that's been done. Really? She's like, she I'm, immediately I'm, is just like, I am just friends with that guy. Yeah, like, he's just a prom date. He's just because I didn't know it. She was like really into me. Oh wow! And I was like, okay, all right. And I was like giving her a hard time about it, kind of. Um, I'm just picturing like six foot three, like walks in. No, he was like six three. Cowboy hat, like <laughs> gets off his steed with a bouquet of flowers. Like, man, dude. I mean, he was a tall picks guy. Picks her up with one arm, like. 
it was a it was tough for me to watch all that happen and i was like all right whatever you know crash and burn this is why i don't date like <laughs> like just this going in my I head just of, stay to myself that's right that's why i live you know this is why i'm just always in my basement by myself you know <laughs> yeah. um but anyway so she's like trying to repair the damage of of the optics of that situation and um i was like okay all right okay okay let's see where this goes here and then you know you were just you know, just kept getting closer and closer and then went on a couple dates. I finally asked her, you know, to go on it. First, it was like a double date. Um, one of her friends worked there too. Actually, it's funny too, because her friend Katie worked there and that's why Allie applied. And so at the time it was me, Jeff, Katie and Allie. And we like went on a couple of like, you know, oh, we just closed down the bounce house. Let's go to Waffle House. Yeah. Did yeah. that a couple of times. And, you know, and then maybe it's like, hey, how about just you and me go? What do you think about that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. And, you know, just started hanging out one-on-one more and more. And, and then finally, um, March. And then you asked her to marry you. Right. Jumped yep. the gun. Yes. Uh, I was 19. She was 16. I was like, can I have your hand in marriage? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I just. Sweet. Yeah, we really hit it off. And so. Uh, yeah. At the bouncy house. At the now, bounce house, man. Now, all that lovey-dovey crap aside, mm-hmm. what was your role at this bouncy house? That's what I really wanted to get here. So I started out as a party coordinator. Party coordinator at a bounce house is like trying to herd cats. Okay. Because you just get a bunch of little kids come in, and they're getting all hyped up on cake and ice cream, and yeah. then they go, and yeah. they're just running around this gymnasium-style place with a bunch of inflatables. How many ankles did you see snap at this place? None. Okay. Praise God. Okay. I, while I was there, I never had to fill out any incident reports wow um it was honestly it was a pretty fun job i mean that's really cool yeah i mean it was like basically like if you're like um, a daycare worker at a ymca kind of thing you what worked there through college no i worked there right after high school okay so Um, before college yeah or during college. where the hell did you go to school again uh well at that point in time i was i was going to go to reinhardt and then i went to highlands yeah and then i'm now KSU. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Okay, mm-hmm. I thought so. Yeah, gotcha. I just realized I didn't know anything about like where you got your education. Where'd Allie go? KSU. Okay. Oh, KSU. that's right. Yeah, that's she right. just yeah. graduated. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Gotcha. Yeah. Huh. So that's how we met, and you know. Wow. Yeah. How cute. So so adorable. Wow. <laughs> Meanwhile, me and Catherine met on a dating app. Oh really? Yeah. I got to hear this. Which one? Hinge. Hinge. Yeah. How long ago was that? I feel like Hinge isn't. It's it's that old. newer, but uh, yeah, we matched on a dating app. Gee, that's, that was it. That's that's all she wrote. You no, actually, date, you were like, no, oh yeah. Actually, we we kind of went through a little thing. So, what year is it? Twenty twenty one. Um, we did. Uh, man, she kills. me. She kills me every time we talk about this. Dude, you can't be bringing up dates on yeah. air if you if, don't know. If I don't know mine. 2019, we matched on Hinge around, I want to say, early September-ish. And at the time, I was working for Holder Construction. And they had this huge project that they needed me to go and help out on in Salt Lake City, Utah. Utah. 
And um, I ended up being there for like two weeks. So we just texted a bunch, talked on the phone of here and there, FaceTimed here and there. And after being there for like a week and a half, we both kind of like, and you know, the whole time we were like, oh, when I get back, we'll go on a date. Like, well, you know, it's just a bad timing that we matched. And then two days later, I had to get on a plane and go to Salt Lake City. <sighs> and so what we ended up doing was stop talking. Like a week and a half into me being in Salt Lake City, we kind of just said, hey, this isn't really going anywhere. I don't know when the heck I'm going to get out of Salt Lake City. Let's just stop talking. And we did. And we stopped talking for about a month. And there was about an a undeniable connection that you just couldn't seem to let go. There must have been. Um, and I was scrolling through my contacts a month later or so. This is probably like early to mid-October. And I saw her name and I was like, oh, I haven't talked to her since Salt Lake City. I'll reach back out and see how she's doing. And I said, hey, I'm in a much better place. I'd be down to go on a date if you were. And she was just like, I'm game. Wow. And that was it. You didn't second guess to that one, did you? I didn't, actually. Man. And how long ago was this? This was... That all happened in late 2019. And then we were, we were a COVID relationship. We kind of had our beginning, middle, and end in COVID, huh. or I guess beginning and middle because a lot of, we're still together. Right, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the end of it. I mean, <laughs> it's over. I just wanted to tell you, Theron. There's a, a reason Catherine's not here tonight. Uh -oh. It's because you moved out. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Um, a lot of one-on-one -on -one time through COVID, huh? Yeah. A lot of one-on-one -on -one time. No, not a lot of restauranting, you know, a lot mm. of takeout dinners, not a lot of movie dates, not a lot of real anything dates. Our dates were... Like, let's go to Chick-fil-A and pick up food and come back and watch a movie. Like, we didn't get to... I remember how pumped we were for Christmas-ish time of 2020. Right. Because that's like when the botanical gardens opened up and we were like, oh my God, oh, we can that's... actually go on like a real date. Like, it was it was really exciting. So, yeah, we had a COVID relationship. It's very interesting, too, that, you know, you learn to be with each other all the time and just basically be happy doing, you know, just, I don't want to say boring stuff, but it's not exciting stuff. And then, you know, that, that that's like a precursor of, you know, if we can be happy with each other while there's not a whole lot going on, you know, there, it's not like we're doing exciting stuff all the time. Cause you see sometimes relationships are built on excitement and like an adrenaline rush kind of oh, yeah. thing, always For going, sure. going, going, doing yeah. this, that, and the other. Whereas if you get comfortable with someone and you don't have to always be, you know, chasing these moments, you know, then when the moments come, you can actually enjoy them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a, it's a cool way to grow. Absolutely. Yeah. How, how lovey dovey. How lovey dovey. Look at us. We should change the name of the podcast to plain and simply lovey dovey. Wow. <laughs> Love that. Let's make a shirt that has plain and simply lovey dovey. And it's just pictures of our women. <laughs> right. I got a shirt guy. I know a guy who can make some shirts for us. Zach. Oh Yeah. Um, Shouts to Zach. Yeah. One day when he lets me uh, do work with him. I slid into his DMs last week. Did he tell you? Yeah, he did. He did. Come on, Zach. I said, pull I trigger, said, bro. Dude, pull trig. Pull trig, Zach. You got to pull trig on that, dude. Come on, bro. It's a deal. What are we doing, Zach? Not working with you right now. All right. <laughs> He's going to be listening, though. Make that it happen, Zach. I was, I was riding pretty hard to get on this podcast. I'm waiting. Um, all right, next question. Yeah, ready? let's go. What would you say was the biggest turning point in your life? If there was one, there was one. 
Okay. It was when, and this is not to insult anybody in the profession or in the field, because I have several friends that are in the profession in the field. It was when I decided that coding, not technology, not IT work, I do enjoy that stuff, but I majored in college in computer science, which was heavy programming and heavy code development and, and whatever. It was when I realized that that wasn't for me. After you graduated? After I graduated. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it was, I think, my early senior year or late junior year, and I was talking to my parents, and my dad was just like, as coming from somebody who is heavily involved in hiring and stuff, nobody cares about what your degree says. They just care that you have it, which is relevant for some industries and not relevant right. for others. But, but still, like he just said, just get the degree, graduate college, figure it out from there. You'll figure right. it out. And the cool thing about a computer science degree, like that's not an easy thing to go obtain. No, it and was. So, it, it was. It was very difficult. Right. It's not like you got. Well, now I'm scared. I'm not going to say like. No, it's not like it. I got a it's business like, degree, or like underwater basket weaving degree. Yeah, like, right. you know, yeah. no one's going to. You know, that doesn't. Hey, really you're going to insult Allie on that one, isn't <laughs> she into basket weaving now? What's oh, that thing that her her and her Kane. friend are doing? Kane, Kane That's called it. Kane. In yeah. fact, when I was leaving, they had just gotten back from Home Depot because they were going to make some Kane stuff. Like, oh Shouts gosh. to Allie. Make us yeah. a Kane. Make us Kane, a Kane. A Kane. Kane. <laughs> hey, I'm into it. What is Kane? Like sugar Kane? No, it's. Oh well, there is sugar Kane. Yeah, <laughs> the Kane that they do is like a a. a I don't know, like a hemp. Yeah. Or yeah. not hemp. But it's very like, crafty. It's it doesn't yeah. have a word to describe it. It's just like when it's you like see really it, you're like wood. Oh yeah, that that's cane. Yeah. 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 Let's go ahead and pull trig on getting some cane. <laughs> We're pulling trig this Dude, episode. I, I I love that. You're gonna saying, get, you're gonna get home tonight and Ali's gonna be like, Should we get that new TV? And you'll be like, Yeah, let's pull, pull trig. trig. Yep. Oh, she would never <laughs> suggest that we get a new TV. But really? Oh. You guys have TV problems? No, we as don't in, have TV problems, but as in do you have the fact that Theron wants a new TV and Allie does not. No, I, I really like our TV. and But it's like, you know, I don't think if it stopped working tomorrow, Allie wouldn't be like, oh, I need a TV. I need a new TV. Yeah. But I be would like, be like, I'd be like, hey, honey, I'm thinking about getting a new TV. You'd be like, yo, we're going to Best Buy and we're going to pull trigger on a right, TV. We're going to pull trigger on TV. But, you know, we talked about you're spending, you know, second guessing yourself. I just, my problem is I just don't buy stuff. Like, yeah, I'll, even if it's something like I need, I'm like, ah, I can probably figure out a way to yeah. do without that. Well, it, I just hate spending money. Well, it's, well, I do too. And it's, it's one of those things that Catherine says this all the time. Every time it comes up. In fact, this Saturday morning, I think she's forcing me to go shopping with her because I don't buy clothes for myself. Oh, I uh, do never. not buy clothes for myself. Maybe once a year, like this shirt, I love this shirt, this barstool pizza review shirt or whatever. Part of the inspiration behind the fries first was this guy that mm -hmm. did the pizza reviews. Stool president. Thing. Yeah. I'll see one shirt a year and I'll be like, I really want that. And I'll buy it and I'll be like, sweet, I'm good for this year. And then for Christmas, my parents will be like, what do you want? I'll be like, clothes, I guess. Because I will not buy clothes for myself. You know what my like Achilles heel is when it comes to clothing? What's up? A good pair of sweatpants. Really? Big I'm, sweatpants guy? I'm a, like, I'm a cold weather nut. I really? love it. And one of the best things for me is like, I, I, really like it cold like really especially like in the apartment like we won't turn the heat on the entire winter yeah oh and, yeah and, that's me but i just like to like put a good pair of sweatpants on man yeah and just oh if i see a pair of sweatpants i'm like i bet those are so comfortable i'm like I, i'm 
I'm pulling trig. Re- oh, <laughs> plain and simple, gonna- honey. I have to have these in my life. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Do you? Are you the guy? Are you wear sweatpants in the summer guy? Like, no. would you put some on this Saturday? No. Uh, well, it depends on how early I get up. Okay. Because I like the feeling of like like a low 60s, high 50s, yeah. crisp air. Yeah. I'm like, that's sweatpants weather for me. The way I'm picturing is like, you wake up, it's like, it's like 6.30, throw the sweatpants on, pour yourself a cup of coffee, you go out to the living room by yourself, Allie's still sleeping, maybe you play some video games, maybe you watch the news, and you're just alone for like two hours until Allie wakes up. And then she wakes up, and it's hotter outside, and so I have to go change out of my sweatpants. She's just, she walks out of the bed, and she's like, oh my gosh. Like the other night, Catherine was like, I'm freezing to death, Logan. And I'm like, hey, wake up earlier, and you control the thermostat. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'll, I've gotten to a point now where like, if I'm working from home, I have to turn the thermostat off completely, because like, I get so cold in my hands. Really? Yeah, it's weird, man. I I don't like my feet to be cold and I don't like my hands to be cold, but I like the cold. I don't like my, huh? I don't like my hands to be cold either. I think that's a pretty popular thing. Right. Like nothing's worse than when you don't have gloves, you're outside, it's freezing and you get in the car and you're, and you're like turning the heat on blast right. and, but your hands are still stuck in that state of like they're, they can't move frozen because solid. they're frozen. The, I hate that. That just gave me the chills. I, I hate that. <laughs> what about your feet? Do I you even notice if your feet are cold. I am at all times. Honestly, even when I'm home alone with just with Catherine too, I'm a, I am a socks on all the time guy. Dude, me too. Me Except too. when I sleep. Maybe. So I found this is weird. Okay. But we actually, I actually researched this a little bit too. <laughs> if you're not sleeping good, put some socks on. And that could help you sleep better. Because I noticed, really? even at this bachelor party, the first night that we got there, like, you know, we got in kind of, like, we got in and went to dinner, and then we played some cards around the table, and I just went downstairs and got in the bed and, and tried to fall asleep. And I did not sleep good that first night. And I realized I woke up and my feet were cold. So the next night, put some some of my wool socks on. I call them Aunt Diane socks. My Aunt Diane. Was <laughs> Aunt Diane Yes. Yeah, Allie's aunt Diane, which is now my aunt Diane, she for like every like Christmas will like prepare a little bag for all her nieces and nephews. Yeah, and she always gets these socks. Oh man, wool socks. Is she gonna hear this? I maybe maybe she shout will. out to Aunt Diane. Yeah, shout out to Aunt Diane. Look but, at me meeting all of your your in laws. Uh, aunt know. Diane, can I have a pair of socks? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. These socks are fantastic, and so like I get so excited every Christmas. I'm like, oh, I might get a pair of Aunt Diane socks. And they're just these wool socks. And I, I, I literally, I wear them in August. I wore them this morning. Um, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I can't have my feet being cold. Hmm. Yeah. I, I kind of, I'm thinking like, like when I, like if we're picturing back to that scenario, I just put you in where you wake up, let's say it's real early. Allie's not up yet. I'm not putting socks on straight away in the morning, but I will throw a blanket. I, okay. I do not like my feet sticking out from the other side of a blanket. Really? Yeah, that's very uncomfortable to me. <laughs> like, I need my feet to be covered, even if I have socks on. Like, my feet must be covered with the blanket if, there, if there's a blanket on me. I'm not one of those, like, oh, let's just lay it across our lap kind of people. Oh, no. If I'm wearing a blanket, it it's is better like, be over the toes. Oh, yeah. It's over the toes, over my bottom half. Like, maybe even, like, three-fourths of my upper half. 
If I'm putting a blanket I, on, it's I, for a it's reason. It's got to be a full body blanket for me. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't do any of this half stuff. Oh, hell no. No. I, don't, I, don't hit me with and that. Don't give me an Afghan either. No. No, I need a blanket, and it needs to be big. It needs to be so big that I can tuck it under my feet. Because, like, yes. you know, like whenever oh, you in yes. a recliner and you kick back. Oh, yeah. And then you got the blanket on, but the bottom... Like your feet, the, obviously, the airflow is flowing yeah, into the blanket. I can't have that. Absolutely I not, not have that. Like the person who invented the snuggie has is a, that's my kind of people. Yeah, yeah. That's I need to go work for them. Here. Yeah, they they got the right idea because yeah. they, they those things are always long enough and you can tuck them under the sides of your legs mm-hmm. and then your toes and anyway. We have two blankets in here that we mainly use. There's that one on the couch over there that you can see. Yeah. That one is one of those shorter blankets. It, looks like it, a, it doesn't look like a full body. Blanket. It is a Catherine size blanket. Because okay. Catherine is much shorter than I am. Mm-hmm. The one in the bed, I, you might be able to see it from where you're sitting. That is a big boy. That is a monster blanket. Like, we both could get under that thing if we wanted to. Like me and you? Yes, me and you. Oh, wow. That's, That's exactly what blanket. I was... It's a big one. And I love it. It is so soft. Afterwards, I'm going to have to go make it go touch that thing. It's 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 amazing. <laughs> okay. Maybe you have to go pull trig on, on one of those get yourself. Get one of these blankets, yeah. Um, but you get it? Another thing I wanted to ask you was, what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, with that, talk about a rabbit trail. Man, man. Oh, biggest turning point in your life, and you talked about computer science. Bro, how did we get to Snuggies? Blankets, dude. <laughs> dude, I love it. But anyway, to get back to the main question, when I realized that computer science wasn't for me, and I realized that marketing or just content creation in general was my thing, like the moment that I started that first podcast is when I like found out more about myself than I ever have before. Like I learned that I love talking more than anything. I love talking to people more than anything. I love learning about people more than anything. Uh, and that's not, again, no offense to that lifestyle, but that is not stereotypically what a coder is like. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I dabble sometimes, like I still like learned how to program and I still understand it and I can still talk about it. I just, I just can't picture myself sitting behind a desk 70 hours a week, just crunching. Yeah. Just, just, I mean, they make, they make great money for what they do Mm -hmm. because it's not easy. It's so hard, but it just couldn't have been me. So that was the best. That was the turning point in my life. I think where I realized it wasn't for me and that content is, is my is. is the is my game which there's an element of that to coding that might have kind of shaped and and helped you know refine some of those skills for you yeah because content creation is coding yeah like whenever you're building something yep you know on like with code it, it is in a you're sense creating content, content. exactly and yeah. you can still you could still even do stuff with that you know uh like like front end, you know, yeah. UI, UX stuff. I was just going to say to piggyback back off of what you just said there. If anything, instead of cr- realizing that I'm not a coder, I'm more of a front end yeah, like guy a user than experience. a back end. Yeah. I care about user experience. I've always, since the day I got my first like smartphone, have been obsessed with like every year I watch like Apple's WWDC conferences to yeah. learn about the new user interfaces, the new user experiences and because it's cool to kind of put yourself in in that like how would i do it how would i lay this out right because i really enjoy yeah. that kind of stuff too yeah um and it's just i don't know it's just interesting to build something tailored to a user's um like vision of how 
it can be easy and accessible yeah. for someone. Yeah, how can I make this the most pleasurable experience possible exactly. for someone? Yes. I love it. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. <laughs> Is it my turn to ask you something it's now? It's your turn. We got so deep. I just, I forgot, completely forgot uh, about all the questions I had for you, but now I see them. What is the best and worst thing about having a family as large as yours? Okay, so the best thing about it is I never have to look too far to find someone that has to talk to me. <laughs> like, like, but in all seriousness, I know I could, you know, I've got, I've got 12 contacts. 12 or 11? Is it? Yeah, 12 contacts. Yeah. In my phone. Because your parents. Yeah. I've got 12 contacts in my phone. Well, I mean, Sarah, Trenton, and Claire don't have phones. But, you know, I, I there's just, you know, there's yeah. so many people that I don't have to look very far. And they say family is the people that you're going to be with for your lifetime, no matter what. Yeah. And so there's just so many of those people everywhere I look. And it's just like basically a big old support system. For sure. Um there's never a dull moment. I like holidays are my favorite. Like Thanksgiving imagine. is my favorite holiday because that's like when you think of Thanksgiving, all you can think about is sitting around the dinner table oh, yeah. with your family. Yeah. You know, and my family, we're just, we're, it's just so much fun. You know, there's always something going on. Like I, I love, I love messing with my little siblings. Yeah. I absolutely love it. And I think they love it too because they usually start it with me. Yeah. And then we're chasing each other around the house and my parents have a joke. It's like, oh, we know when Theron's been through here. Yeah. Kids are, you know, screaming. Kids are screaming and knocking and, things over. And, right. I don't know. I just, a little kid in me comes out whenever I'm around other little, you know, my little siblings. Um, the worst thing about having a family that size, uh, I wouldn't even, I don't even think there is a worse thing about it. Um, I would say something that is definitely notable is the difference in discipline from the older group or group mm -hmm. one and then to group two. Yeah. Because man, in order to get like punishment now for these group two kiddos, yeah, like they have to commit two capital offenses and one <laughs> international crime. Yeah. You know, I feel like uh, that's not the reality of it. And right. you know, my, my, you know, my mom and dad will give me a hard time for that, but Sure. You know, they've, and I, you know, I've talked to my dad about it and, you know, he, he'll make a joke about it. He's like, yeah, you know, we are easier on these group two kids. Yeah. Or, you know, like, you know like, we son, gave up after we're, you guys. We're tired. We're tired. I'm like, that's, you know what? You're allowed to be tired. Yeah. You had 11 kids. Yeah. Like you're allowed to be tired. And sure. so like, I don't hold it against them. Like, sure. you know, it's, you know, they were, and plus it's like, we grew up in two different times almost, which is crazy that you're inside, you know, your siblings and you've grown up in two different eras almost like because when i was their age i didn't have social media sure you know i was there was no social media right there might have been myspace there was myspace we didn't like care about it maybe early, early stages, stages, of facebook. stages of facebook yeah yeah um but now they're like my little brother and my little sisters the best thing is catching them like trying to do a tiktok yeah i was just gonna say they're probably like, oh, Farron, look at my tiktok oh yeah and they're like taking selfies and i'm like sarah what is that that i just see you do yeah. And she's like all like, you know, yeah. but, uh, yeah, that's like not even a negative thing. I, no. I don't have anything negative to say about it. Honestly, me, I, I don't know that I could do it any other way. Like, let, let me ask you this. Okay. Um, so my dad, far less large of a family, but he grew up with four sisters. Um, and he's the middle child. And sometimes he thinks that he doesn't relate as well 
to his younger sibling, even though they're all adults now, like my dad is 50 and my, my dad's youngest sibling is probably early to mid thirties, I think. And he still sometimes, I think he doesn't say this. I'm just assuming based on body language, it's harder for him to relate to his youngest sibling. Do you ever find that like that you obviously, how old is your youngest sibling right now? Is it like seven? It's got to be close to, no. It's you like, don't even know. Dude, I feel so. But either way, so let's just no, say there's six. It's funny that you say that because usually when I'm getting that question, Allie's right next to me or with an earshot and she'll just shout out and be like, she's eight or something yeah, like that. Like, yeah, I think she she's, knows. She's like seven, eight or nine. Yeah. Clara. <laughs> so Clara, I'm sorry if you're hearing this. <laughs> All right. Look, for the longest time, we didn't even know if your birthday was April 5th or April 6th. Okay. So what is it? I have no idea. It's <laughs> April 5th or April 6th. Uh, Mine's April 4th. Oh, it could be April 4th. It could hey, be. Hey. Um, Joint birthday party. It sounds so horrible. All right, I listen. All right, I have 10 siblings. All right. <laughs> um, hey, it's okay. I have two siblings, and for the longest time, I didn't know what my sister's birthday was. Oh, wow. Or how old she was. I just said, eh, she's looked the same for the last five years. <laughs> she's That's probably a compliment. Yeah, yeah. So, not like she looks worse. I can't remember where you were going. Uh, I forget. But I think you answered it pretty well. Uh, my... Side pivot question to you saying you love Thanksgiving. Please tell me that you guys in your home have like the long table that fits in that just yep. takes up one room that all okay, so all 12, 13, 14 of you could all sit at. So we can't even fit like our kitchen area or my parents' kitchen area isn't even quite long enough to hold the table that could fit all of us. Oh my god, uh, yeah, so we have two tables, yeah. Eventually, sometimes we'll just like a kumbaya style in the living room. Sure. Everyone will just have Everyone's a plate in their sitting. lap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's, yeah, it's it's tough to get everybody around a table. Yeah. Yeah, um, I can imagine. We used to, uh, when we had, when we were living at a, a previous house, we had a ginormous like square table. Mm -hmm. And I think that one probably did the best when it came comes to like fitting everybody. Um, but yeah, now we just squeeze in and pack in tight and. Do you ever have those classrooms growing up where the teacher's desk would be in the center of the classroom and like all the students were like a circle? I can almost picture like your parents like eating in the middle and all the kids like have their <laughs> own know. individual like desk sitting around them eating. And it's just this weird dynamic. <laughs> no, that's not how it was. Uh, no. uh, that would, I'm picturing that in my mind too. That's, that'd be, that'd be quite the sight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, it was, uh, it was just a big long table and dad's at one end, mom's at the other end. And then, mm -hmm. you know, you just squeeze in. There's some people are eating off TV trays right next to the table because yeah. there's not quite enough space for everybody. And now, you know, there's spouses and yeah. girlfriends and boyfriends that sure. come around too. So yeah. it's just getting bigger. Yeah. You guys just need your own state. Yeah. <laughs> just need to get, we just need to get rid of North Dakota and South Dakota and just call one of them SAP. Yeah, SAP. And the, and Are we going be, up to SAP? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I think we're going to vacation to SAP this yeah, year. We they got really big SAP. <laughs> We've got another four hours left. <laughs> um, plain but, and simple. Plain and simple, man. There you go. Yeah. Is it your turn? It's my turn. Let me see what I got cooked up for you here. Okay. I'm excited. Yours are a lot deeper. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. It is. Well, I got but one I'm, that's not so deep. Okay, good. Uh, but well, I'll do that one. I'll do this one next. Allie said, thinks she already knows the answer, but I don't know. So, all right. So, forever only be allowed to watch TV shows or only allowed to watch movies? 
Oh. <laughs> the gears are turning. Oh, I see him. Um, my gut answer is movies. Okay. And is that what she thought? That's Yeah. Because you have a Binge Boys podcast. Well, on the Binge Boys, we talk about TV too. But yeah. movies... Like when people think about their favorite TV show or their favorite TV moments, it's always like, yeah, we'll go to Breaking Bad season four, episode 17 at the 20 minute mark. It's like, yeah, a lot yeah, of TV did. shows have like pinpoints where they're good, whereas some movies as a whole are just good. Like, like when you asked me if I would only be able to watch TVs, TV, TV shows or movies for the rest of my life, Initially, I thought about like, oh, maybe TV. But then I thought about all of the amazing movies I would never be able to watch. I would, it has to be movies. I could never, even if it was trading like some of the best TV show. Well, okay. I'll go as far to say that my favorite TV shows don't come within a mile of my favorite movies. Really? If you put my favorite TV show and my favorite movie of all time together, it's not a competition. The movie would win every single time. Interesting. Okay. I, I love TV. I do. But I have found also in recent years, as I've gotten older, you know, getting out of school, going to work, you know, being with a woman and, you know, trying to prioritize her. I don't have the time to just sit down and binge watch a show like I used to be able to. Mm -hmm. So like being able to like say like, yeah, I'm going to the movies and I'll be back in two hours. Like, that's more... You have an entire experience. Realistic for me. You Beginning, middle, and end, it's all wrapped up versus like nine episodes of a season. I'm trying to think of what my what the greatest, in my opinion, TV show of all time is. Would maybe be Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad's an outstanding TV show. My favorite movie of all time is Jurassic Park. Breaking really? Bad doesn't come anywhere near Jurassic Park. Nowhere. And Breaking Bad is like groundbreakingly an amazing show. The Office is an awesome show. Doesn't come within a quarter of a mile of Jurassic Park. Or a mile. Or a mile. It doesn't It doesn't cross even the, the SAP the, state lines. There you go. All the way up there and right underneath North Dakota. Movie, yeah. <laughs> movie will beat it every single time. Okay. All right. What about you? What would you do? You don't you make such a compelling argument, but here's the thing: like, I'm I'm not like most of the time. If I'm sitting in front of a television, it's watching live sports. You know, like I'm watching a Formula One race, sure. or I'm watching a Georgia football game, mm. or any football game, or baseball. Um, it's not very often that you're like, Allie, let's watch uh, the Suicide Squad. Like, right? Well, even the other night, like. We turned the TV on and National Treasure was on the TV. Never like, seen oh, it. Oh, I should go. Dude, I think. I yeah, think we talked about this up. in our group. Yeah, never seen it. Uh, dude, that's we'll a, have to do a movie night. That soon. movie slaps. Yeah. We're going to have to pull trick on seeing that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. I knew that was coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to wear pull oh, trick yeah. out, dude. Oh, yeah. Um, But I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I could go either way. If someone came up to me, someone would have to make that decision for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm just not, I'm not too passionate one way or the other. Sure. Sure. And then part of me is like, do I really want to miss out on like the Bourne movies and the Marvel movies? I haven't seen all the Bourne movies. I don't even know if I've seen one Bourne movie. Dude, those movies, man, are intense. They're on the list. I oh, need to watch those. Those are intense. Don't watch the 
fourth one. Is that the one with Jeremy Renner? Yeah. Okay. I've heard that. Maybe maybe you watch it after you've gotten through all the others and you're like at the end of the list and you're like, well, Jason I could either watch Jesus Jason Christ. Bourne 4 or I could go bowling. So maybe I'll watch Jason Bourne 4. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hey, don't knock bowling. Dude, I can't bowl, man. I don't have enough fingers. Oh, I'm just kidding. Is that, are you serious? No, I do have enough fingers. <laughs> I started like picturing like... Yeah, like how many... Do you just it? bowl with your other hand or do you just use the two... Or do you even use this finger to bowl? Well, I used to. I'm trying to like... Now, now this is why the camera is needed eventually. I'm, I'm now getting up and... Trying to figure out trying how to you figure bowl. Trying to figure out how I bowl. Yeah, I use, I use the... Your two middle fingers? I use the two middle fingers and the thumb, yeah. I think. I just... Just bowling has never been something that lights my fire. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you, man. I'm like, when people are like, oh, let's go bowling. I'm like, yeah, let's oh. not. I'm like, I mean, I'll go watch. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, not just sitting here waiting like, oh, when can I get, when can I get to the alleys? I got to yeah. knock some pins down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not just at the top uh, of my I list. I love Jim Gaffigan has a great joke that says, some people have their own bowling ball and bowling shoes and no, no friends. Not. Yeah, and no <laughs> friends. Yep. And it's funny, shout out to dad, has his own bowling ball and bowling oh, shoes. Oh, man. <laughs> he was in a bowling league back in the day uh, when we lived in Charleston, I think. And I think Mr. Rusty and Miss Debbie were too. <sighs> I'm going to have to follow we're gonna up have on We're going to have to get them together. Oh, man. Man, I need to meet this Rusty guy. Oh, you do. Yeah. I advise everybody Rusty. I encounter, they need to meet Mr. Rusty Tool. That's amazing. Is it my turn? To ask you your question? Yeah, yeah I think it is. Yes, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, it is mine. This third one I was going to ask next, but I'm going to move that one to the bottom because that's the deep one. Uh, I was going to say, you and Allie vacation a lot. There's a there's a joke within our little friend circle that uh, <laughs> we'll meet up with you next month. Right. Uh, <laughs> the Saps are going on vacation. Yes. What is... First, so there's an A and a B to this. Mm-hmm. A, what's the what's the favorite spot you've been on to a vacation? Not necessarily with Allie, but maybe just in general. And B, what kind of vacationer are you? Are you the guy that's like, all right, we're going to go on a vacation. This is what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to experience this, 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 and this. And that's our vacation. Or are you the vacationer that's like, we're here. Whatever happens, happens. That's a good question. Uh, so... Favorite place, I think. I think our honeymoon, like going to Cancun, and not only was the the destination great, but also like that time was so special and something obviously we're gonna cherish forever. Um, that's probably the best vacation that we've had, and I'm sure a lot of married people are like, "Oh yeah, the honeymoon for sure." Um, outside of that, I would say like in 2008, I think. Or maybe 2007, my whole family went to Hilton Head. That was a really fun vacation. Um, you guys rent out the entire hotel at that point, <laughs> yeah. or resort. Yeah, the Hilton was ours. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was the Sap Hilton Hotel that's, that weekend. That's what it was. Um, Sap Head. And then when it comes to, like, now, um, like, it just depends on where we're going. Like, if we're going to the beach, like, it's not usually planned out. We know we're going to go to the beach. Right. Um or like we'll always like set aside some time for some like seeing where we're at. Like last year, our, we did a family vacation to Fort Lauderdale. That was actually a really fun beach vacation too. 
Um, and so like we planned for like to go walk around Fort Lauderdale that evening, but it's not like a rigid, like we're going to be at the beach for two hours and 45 minutes and we're going to go up and have sandwiches yeah. for 15 minutes. You know, it's yeah. not like, it's not super that, structured, it's not super itinerary. Right. Cause that, at that point in time for me, it's like not even a vacation. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, plain and simple about, there. Yeah, plain and simple. That's how I like, what about you guys? Um, that's a really good question. Um, it's your question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all of my, this is funny, all of my vacations, uh, uh, not all of them, a lot of my vacations growing up uh, were to Disney World. We went to Disney World almost every year for a long time. And... I didn't even think about the time that we went to Disney World. Is that bad? <laughs> n- no. Um, Go ahead. But Disney is one of those vacations where you have to be structured structured. Yeah. And in, in those vacations, like I've talked to Catherine, like we should go to Disney world. It'd be so fun. She's like, yeah, that would be fun. I'll be like, yeah, but you're going to need to keep up with me because we're going to, you know, got to get to this ride by this time. Cause that's when our fast pass expires. <laughs> then you got to get to this show at this time. And then, then she says, well, that just sounds like running errands or, or, you know, not even a vacation at all. Right. She's a very like, let's just go to the beach and sit there for days. Oh, man, dude. And what? as amazing as that would be, I'm not that guy. What? I need to do, do, do on vacation. So it's interesting you say that because I'll go to the beach and just like, okay, we're going to be down on the beach for this yeah. amount of time. But I, there's only so much of sitting under the tent that I can take. Yeah. like So I'm always got like a ball or a Frisbee or sure. something I can Or I'm going to take a raft and see how far out I can go or right. something. But like Catherine can literally sit under an umbrella for hours. Dude, I would be. I could sit there about twenty minutes, and I'm like, "All right, so are we gonna play some catch or something? Are we gonna yes. take a walk on the beach? Are we gonna go and play, you dig a big ass tunnel? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am totally like you. Look at that weird guy on the beach, and you look over, and it's just some grown man just digging. Like, you see the shovel fling up? You <laughs> yeah. can't even see his head. That's me. Like I hit water. <laughs> I'm like the guy that gets down to the beach, and I'm like, looks like a good spot to dig a hole. There you go. <laughs> For us to inevitably fill it back up when we're done. Or not fill it up. Or not. Keep working on it the next day. Just <laughs> wait for it to get dark. Go up to a room and just watch joggers, yeah. like not see it at night and just fall oh, into the hole man. and just I laugh at them. There's got to be a video of that out there. Oh, somewhere. there has to be. Oh, man. There's nothing new under the sun. Someone's thought about this before us. Oh, for sure. But Can't. in terms of the best vacation that I've ever taken, honestly, well, no, that's a lie. You haven't lied yet. <laughs> well, no, I haven't. I was thinking that my Vegas trip just this last couple, oh, last month, yeah. but a lot of people got sick on vacation. A lot of people were, they didn't get COVID or anything, just got a really, a really nasty stomach bug passed through a lot of our family members. And I missed out on a lot of time with a lot of people. Me and Catherine were looking forward to seeing and shout out to Bay for coming home. She doesn't like it when I call her out on podcast. She thinks it's dumb because she can't answer. Say hi. Hello. How's your day? No, she's we're not having a full conversation. Um, but in terms of, isn't it sad? I can't come up with one. I can't come up with the best vacation I've ever been on. They've all just, just been really fine. good. Yeah. They've just been fine. Oh, you know what was a really good vacation? Honestly, Disney World, bro. Disney World was, but 
a couple of like over the summer, this was kind of Allie's graduation present. Um, we took a trip out West. Um, we, Ooh. we flew up to Colorado and Mr. Rusty and Miss Debbie drove their RV and met us out there. I remember we you just telling us about RV'd this. all around. That's amazing. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I actually really enjoyed that. Um, one of the, our one of my friends from high school. I just recently refollowed her on Instagram. Her and her boyfriend are tearing out the inside of like an RV or a or a multi row white van or whatever, and they've turned it into like a home. And they're just driving around the country now. That sounds it like looks Allie's amazing. Dream. It, it it gives off very major Alley vibes. Oh yeah. It That's honestly, honestly, right you seem. I mean, you're wearing the happy camper shirt. I am. <laughs> I, this shirt is not worn while actually camping. <laughs> like I, I would just like being in an RV and camping are two different things to me. Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. One of them's cheating. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm all about cheating. <laughs> yeah. So am I. When it comes to like, I'm glamping. Oh man, dude. I. Yeah, glamorous not, camping. Never, if if you catch me sleeping on the cold, hard ground, I must be being something, paid. Something's, something's wrong. <laughs> I'm kidnapped. <laughs> right. Um, someone needs to go check on Logan. He's sleeping yeah. on the ground. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. I, I Yeah, but there's something different about pitching a tent, building a fire that just seems so american <laughs> right yeah. and, and like the ideas are very appealing to me oh yeah but the second i need to like get some shut eye can't do it can't sleep can't there's it. bears out and, there bro dude and what's bad is like i'm i am very allergic to things that make you itch really that are in the woods are you like dangerously allergic to poison ivy really yes. okay good to know like, i like it's bad like, really I, I once like a couple of years ago i got into it actually we were camping i was hanging up ali's eno and i bear hugged a poison oak tree oh no and dude that, oh it was so bad and it gets safe to say blood. that that uh trip ended pretty fast well i didn't yeah dude i was miserable for like months Jeez. And, and like I, I knew i had gotten into it and so i went and got a shot like a steroid shot immediately did not do a dang thing dang like it's it's bad my yeah. body yeah and what's crazy is like half of my siblings aren't even like allergic to poison ivy at all. Are any of your other ones allergic to it? Is your mom or dad allergic to it? No. Huh. Like maybe my mom is a little bit because I get it from her, my okay. grandpa. Okay. Papa, he he was really allergic to poison ivy. Okay. Like really bad. Okay. So that's where I get it. Hmm. But yeah, that's why I just try to stay away. Like in alley, likes to every time we're like walk on a trail or something, honey, I need you to stay on, stay <laughs> on the path, stay on the path. Like, Can't have you venturing off. I'm like, I'm a grown man, honey. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, let's touch that. Yeah. Yeah. My, my attention span is that of a squirrel. So you'd be like, I yeah. am fully focused. Oh my God. Look at that. Yep. <laughs> is that a beetle hugging another beetle? <laughs> is that a rock that's bigger than the last rock? Just ADD to the max. Oh, yeah. ADD to the max. Plain and simple. Plain and simple, man. All right. Next question. Okay. Hit me. This is for, yes, from me to you. Wow. What is something you do well, and what is something you want to improve? Hmm. I would... Re okay. Plain and simple. One of my strongest qualities is that i am that friend i think we've talked about this i am that friend that will always reach out 
and ask how you're doing. Yep. I will. And maybe this is a flaw in, in some cases that I attach very easily to people. So I could have had a class with you in middle school and I'll like scroll through my Facebook friends every once a year and I'll see your name and I'll be like, Oh my God, I wonder how Jacob's doing. And I'll reach out. I won't just wonder. I will reach out and ask you what you Jacob, have been doing. How are you doing? <laughs> have you been some sixth grade art? Yeah. Oh boy. You got a minute. <laughs> 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 Let me tell you about this. <laughs> yeah, for real. And I, I and I genuinely care and mm-hmm. I will, I will reach out to you and talk to you. Um, and I do it with a lot of, my family members, a lot of my cousins, a lot of my family isn't good at it. I, I won't name names because they're listening, but some of my family isn't good at keeping stable relationships. Yeah. I'm a huge relationship guy. I love and value people mm-hmm. more than anything in the world. So I, uh, yeah, that's, that's probably what I'm good at in terms of uh, something I could be better at. Just improve. Or or improve yeah, what's upon. What's just something you want to improve? It's a less. It has less negative connotations to it. <sighs> Two things initially came to mind. I wish Catherine was out here to to hear these, so she could not give me crap for them. Sometimes I wish my relationship with God was better. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. And I wish um, I put more of a priority on fitness and health, whereas. Uh, Whenever I find myself eating healthier, I find myself in a bad mood because I am not eating the things that I really would love to be eating. Instead right. of, you know, packing my lunch and eating somewhere at work, I'd much rather go up the street to Culver's and grab a double burger or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't need that every day. Maybe every once in a while, maybe a couple times a week or something. But every meal doesn't need to be super duper unhealthy. Um, I wish I put more of a focus on that. I wish I had put more of a focus on my church going relationship that's interesting too to say that because i think a lot of christians are like that's something i want to improve and that's a good thing because you're you're i'm never i I hope i never arrive to a place where i'm like yep that's all the god i need that's all the jesus i want in my life i've got i've reached the top of where i want to be you know it's something you always want to be progressing in i i felt myself at one point getting into the i only call god when i'm in trouble mindset and mm-hmm. i still do that um and it needs to stop it, it needs to be better i was raised roman catholic um growing up uh, my parents put a heavy emphasis on church when we were younger and i only honestly man and this is just being straight up hopefully people don't think of me any differently because of this but our parents hammered church on us so much as kids that i think i grew to resent it a little bit not god himself but the act of going to a place where I was forced for an hour to sit and listen to somebody talk about Matthew's journey or or something. You know, I, I found myself heavily disliking it. Um, and I've, and I've tried new churches in more recent years. I I don't want to necessarily identify as a devout Catholic. I, I, I'm for sure a Christian. I enjoy like life church and what some of those more modern church feels. I enjoy those way more where somebody gets on stage and starts rambling about some random topic that's super relatable. And then at the very end ties it into God and then your mind is blown. I love stuff like that. 
Okay. I don't love the oh. <laughs> no offense to Catholics out there, but in case you've never been to a Catholic mass, there's still one happening right now. <laughs> it's still going on. I've heard. I've heard about that. Yeah. Um, um, so I don't know. I, I, yeah, my, my relationship with health and fitness could be better and my relationship with the Lord could be better. And I'm, I'm right there with really both of those things. I think what helps me in the food department is there's not a whole lot that like really agrees with my stomach. Really? And like, so I know like sometimes I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I think about how I feel after eating something and more so than I used to. And maybe that's just cause I'm getting older. Um, like less agrees with me. And so that, that kind of, that kind of helps me decide what I should or shouldn't eat. And then, you know, you mentioned, you know, being drugged through drug to church, Mm -hmm. dude, as a preacher's kid, man, I was in the church that whenever the doors were unlocked, Yeah, you know, like we're just always there. And so, like, as a kid, yeah, I didn't really, I was like, man, I, I hate having to just go all the time, go all the time, go all the time, go all the time. And then, kind of, as I get, you know, I just kind of, like, in middle school and, and on into high school, it just became a community for me. And so, I think that's one thing that the church is is trying to do, uh, especially the church that I'm at, is because if you build, like, a, a safe place for these these young adults and these high school kids to to you know come and and have a good time because there's so many distractions uh, whenever you're 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 growing up mm-hmm. you're being pulled in all these different directions and you can either surround yourself with people who pull you in a good direction or you can surround yourself with people who pull you in a bad direction and I'm man dude I can't tell you how grateful I am that my parents never never listened to me when I was like, I, you know, I, I really don't want to go again. I've got a headache. My stomach hurts. Like, unless I was throwing up or in the hospital, I was at the church. Yeah. That's, um, that's how it was for a long time for us too. Yeah. And, but like, that's like, it's crazy that I don't realize how much of a favor my parents did for me because of that. Really? Because, you know, I just as easily saw kids that, you know, I went to school with for that one year or two years that I was in public school, you know, who were, you know, I'd know, oh, I'd see them at church sometimes, but then you'd see them at school and they're hanging out with a different crowd and being, you know, pulled in a different direction. And it's like, man, that could have, that could have happened to me. And, you know, I'm just very grateful for my parents and, you know, praising God that that didn't happen to me. And yeah, you mentioned, you know, working on your walk, like that's a, that's a big thing. And I don't think, like I said, I don't think anyone really or anyone really genuinely can say oh i'm really happy with you know i've i've reached the top i've reached the top of my my spiritual walk so i just don't think you're all, there's always something that you can be you know moving towards and it's and it's tough cuz like you know whenever you we've got so much like so many stimulating things around us all the time mm-hmm. it's hard to sit down and just be like okay i'm going to spend you know 30 minutes to an hour maybe more just reading a reading reading a passage of scripture yeah like you know like we got twitter we got facebook we got tiktok we got instagram there's news you know apps all over the place so it's it it can be kind of challenging to really just zero in and and do that and that's something that i have to focus on in my own life too um i don't know if i'd ever publicly admitted that that i that i resented church at one point in time in my life uh 
again, I didn't resent Jesus or, or God. That's, that's not fair to say. I just resented the art of, or the, not the, the act of saying you will go with us to this place for one hour and do what we say. It it, it was almost like the, almost like the rebellious kid is like, I don't want to. So it pushed me in the wrong direction. But in recent years, I've been with people like Catherine, like girls before her that have opened my eyes to new things in that world. And part of that is like going to a church that didn't hum every single word they uttered, which is what Catholic church is. Um, you're going to have to go to church with us sometimes. Yeah, I'd love to. And I've told her that I'd like to go to church with her. And I, I, we've maybe done it once or twice. But if if any, no, we've gone a few times because Marion and Wes were with us those few times that we did go. Mm-hmm. Um, Wes is big in a church. Don't know if you knew that when you talked to him a few times. He pr- teaches it. Mount Perrin. Mount Perrin, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a Catholic or is that a private Christian school. It's a private Christian, Christian school. school, not Catholic school. I'm sorry, um, but going and hearing like what he has to say about it and what uh, different people say about it, it just opens your mind up to it. I just, I don't know. I found myself in a different. I'm, I'm curious what my siblings would say because I've never talked to them about it with their experiences. Because I am confirmed. I'm baptized. I'm went through confirmation. Went through communion. I, I've done all of the things that you're supposed to do as a Catholic, but I've also broken a lot lot of rules that the Catholic church seems uh, like I'm, I'm sinning more often than not in the, than the cat with what the Catholic church views as a sinner and whatnot. And you know, what's crazy too, is you can find that in all denominations and a lot of, a lot of people in the church are some of the quickest people to judge. Yeah. And, I think that's what scares a lot of people away from going to church. It's like, I'm just going to walk in there and I'm just going to be judged by stuff. Yeah. And I'm very grateful that our church is, is not like that. And one of the things I try to stress to people is church was never meant to be a house for holy people. It was always meant to be a refuge for broken people and having an area where you can come and you can get, you can get, people who are going to uplift you and encourage you and pray over you and share in your, in your grief or your, you know, whatever's going wrong or, you know, help you with your decisions and, and things like that. That's what it's always meant to be. And, you know, getting plugged into a small group that will kind of usher you towards those kinds of things is, as I, I just really constructive and it, and it almost breaks my heart that, so many people have a negative view. Like, mm-hmm. oh, if I go to church and I got tattoos, like people aren't going to like me or yeah. they're going to think I'm, you know, a bad person. And it's just, that's right. not how it should be. It's not true. Right. Good question. Oh. Very good question. Thank you. Thank you. Um, couple more each. Uh, what did you want to be when you grew up, when you were a little kid? Baseball player. Really? Yep. Baseball Very on player. the surface uh, question, but. Re- yeah, I mean, Literally from a young age, that's just all I saw myself doing. Really? It wasn't until like around high school that I was like, man, I should probably start working on a plan B, (laughs) (laughs) you know, because I was doing the travel ball and, you know, year round kind of thing. And it just got to a point where I realized, man, I'm as physically developed as I'll probably ever be. Yep. And these guys I'm playing with are throwing 94 miles an hour and I'm still 
petering along and, you know, not, not, not able to quite, quite hit 90. And it's just like, you know, I just realized, you know, if you can't do that, like the game, I mean, you turn on a major league baseball game today, sure. pitchers are throwing 97, 98. Oh yeah. And I realized that's never going to be me. Were you a pitcher? Is that yeah. what you were trying to do? Yeah. Um, could make the ball move all over the place, but couldn't, couldn't, couldn't blow up the radar guns. And so, yeah, I would say pitcher was probably or you know yeah major league baseball player was what i wanted to be when i was growing up very cool what about you i really wanted for a a long period of time to do something in the medical field i wanted to be uh, a doctor Mm. um or a writer i really really even like so the content creation kind of has always been there like i've always loved writing I wanted to be an author at one point. Um, I wrote a lot of short stories as a kid. I'd write books, and they'd be maybe 12 pages, but from a young age, I was always writing and creating something. So in, somewhere in the book process, like I, I would have loved to be heavily involved in, and I'd still write a book to this day. I'd, I still think it's in my future at some point to write something. Interesting. Yeah, I like I've never been a big writer like I really like I've never been a like a school like when I'm assigned a paper. Yeah, you write a write a five page paper on this Edgar Allan Poe thing like no, not for me, man. But doing like an opinion piece or something that I want to do it on like, oh, yeah, I'll wear that out. But doing like, yeah, I've just never been like write a book report like not for me. Dude, at least when I got to like late high school, early college, if they were like, write a paper on and I'd be like, all right, done. Like you tell me when you leave here tonight to write you a one page paper by tomorrow. Okay. It's going to happen. It'll be done. Yeah. What about like a, what about a five page paper? Double spaced. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a double spaced Times New Roman. Times New Roman, (laughs) size 14. Do the class. 14? Uh, Maybe 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. Mm-hmm. So like, dude, I've been missing out. Yeah. <laughs> but you know that's got to be easy for like a professor or a teacher to oh, pick yeah. out. Like, okay, this is clearly not the same size font as every other kid. Yeah, really. So. Have you seen the guys that will like go to the very end of their paper and just random type, random type, random type, random type, and then like highlight it and make the font white so the teacher can't I've see to that. match the word count? I've seen that. That's some gangster shit. <laughs> I never did that personally. That was cheating. I'm never, above cheating. I, I didn't learn about any of that until after like all those opportunities left me. <laughs> and now it's like if I write a paper, I'm not like there. Yeah, no one cares about your word count. Right. Or if they do, it's not even something to worry about because the substance is so much, you know, requires so much more to get your point across. Right. Or to complete your thought that it's not even like, a, you know, it's not a, not something to, to worry about. Sure. But anyway. There right. it is. You ready for my... My plain and simple. I think it's your last question. My last question. Here it is. Kind okay. Of, kind of a fun one here. Hit me. What is your guilty pleasure? Ooh, I just remembered a question I was going to ask you back when we were talking about... Uh, when we were talking about something earlier, I was going to ask you... Actually, I'll save it. I'll ask you another time. Oh. I'll table all that. All right. All right. My guilty pleasure, like... My guilty pleasure, what... Okay, so if if you asked me, Theron, what's your guilty pleasure? Something I would never expect or just volunteer to somebody. I love rom-coms. <laughs> Are you a big proposal guy? 
Uh, I like that movie. <laughs> yeah. I like that movie, but my What's your favorite rom com. Crazy Stupid Love. Hey, that's a good one. I will put that movie on repeat. And really? Just have it on, dude. Love huh. that movie. My favorite scene in almost any movie I think I've ever seen is when Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling, and Michael Scott, I always call him Michael Scott. Steve and Carell. Steve Carell, yeah. Whenever they meet at, at his, um, at I guess it was Emma's birthday party. And... Uh, Steve Carell and Ryan Gosling's characters are like, Whoa, what are you doing here? What, what, what are you doing here? And that, that whole scene right there yeah. is just, it kills me every yeah. time. Huh. So yeah, that's my guilty pleasure. What's my guilty pleasure? I don't know if I know. It could be something like singing at the top of your lungs in the shower all the time. Which, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people I do, do that, that in the car for sure. I oh, belt yeah. it out I wouldn't in the even car. Call it, like, that's not even a guilty pleasure. But something you're like, man, my buddies are going to rag me for this if it gets out. <laughs> this Which I don't even care. This is uh, stupid, but yeah. I love I love Legos. Dude. I love well, my original statement was gonna be I love the Lego video games. Like I've been waiting for the new Lego Star Wars game to come out for the past like three years, and each time I hear it gets delayed, <laughs> I genuinely <laughs> get upset. Oh, I'm man. genuinely upset. I okay. love Legos in general, like Catherine got me for Christmas. Uh, he's hiding over there in the corner. I'm not sure if you've seen him yet. He's under the uh, under the lamp. I'll show you later. Little baby Yoda. Oh. He's about, he stands about this tall. Of and, Legos? Uh, Just of a Legos. Baby. Catherine oh. got it for me for, for Christmas, and I had to build him. Uh, I built him in like six hours Dang. on Christmas Day. I'm pretty sure I sat down in my parents' basement and was like, I am not leaving this spot until this baby Yoda is built. All right, man. And I got to be honest with you, man. When I'm walking through like a, a store and you go through the toy section and you see some of those big old Legos, oh, yeah. part of me's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I could kill some hours on that. Yes, dude. Oh. I, when I tell you that if, if you called me this weekend and said, Logan, Allie's out of town. I just got the Death Catherine's Star. out of town. I just bought this big ass Lego boat or something. You want to put it together? Before you could even finish the sentence, I'd hang up and be at your apartment. <laughs> I would. I I love building Legos. There's something about my like completionist brain that's like, once I turn the page of like the Lego instruction booklet, like I'm I'm stimulating myself. Like it's. Dude. I love Legos. So what's crazy too is so we, obviously we were homeschooled and we would get in like little homeschooled groups of other homeschooled kids. Okay. And one thing we all had in common was Legos, Legos or like Bionicles or something yeah. like that. And so me and this guy I had met, we he just had so many and I had so many. So we would come up with things like that we could just build. Okay. Um, and it wasn't like we had instructions for him or anything. So like you've seen the Star Wars movies? Yeah, of course. You've seen episode one. Of course. Where Anakin Skywalker's doing that little, uh, those speeders thing the pod racers pod racers yeah yeah i built a pod racer out of bound and it is the coolest thing like i hit the pinnacle of lego building in my <laughs> life because i combined legos with bionicles oh yeah and like made the pod and it was like man i was so so proud of that thing i wish i sometimes i'll be driving or something or i'll see something and remind me and i'll just wish i had i still had it there's like when I tell you my love language is like, I have been waiting for the day that like I can buy like a seven foot tall, like Statue of Liberty Lego and spend like four months building it. I, I've been waiting. 
Where's that going to go? Catherine, where's that going to go? Over there in that corner where those golf clubs are that I still need to move after them being there for a month. <laughs> like those, now that I think about it, yeah, those, those haven't moved since if, I was last year, <laughs> a week ago. If I could, like, if you go to Disney or if you go to like, like an outlet mall, sometimes they'll have like a Lego store and in the Lego store, they'll have like a life size Lego something built. Like yeah. last time I went, it was like the incredible Hulk. And it was like nine feet tall. And I was like, if it was my job to put that thing together, I would be so happy. So one of these days, I might call you and be like, Farron, I got a Lego Eiffel Tower. Come help me put this together. We're doing it. Yes. Thank you. All right. Are you ready for the one I have for you? I have. This one's a little deeper. Okay. I've always. Is is this the final question? Yeah. All right. This is the final question. I've always wanted to ask you this. Do you know what it is? I have a feeling it has something to do with my missing digit. Your missing digit? Yeah, my... No, it has nothing oh, to do with really? your finger. Okay, no, all no. right. Now I'm surprised. I don't know. Out of all of the time I've known you, I'd noticed, and Catherine's noticed as well, and I've always asked her, every single time we finish hanging out, Allie as well, but I'm asking you, you rarely cuss. I've never seen you drink. Why? All right. That's a good question. I've been waiting so long to ask you this. I've been so afraid because I didn't know if it was like something sensitive, but I'm, I'm ready to, I, I, I want to know. So, all right, well, let's do the cussing one first. Okay. First of all, growing up as a preacher's kid too. Yeah, I figured that. And I think this is also it. what, why well, I've like never smoked or drinking either is because you've never drank never okay never i think one time i did on accident it was at we were visiting a new church and it um they were it was at like uh doing the lord's supper mm-hmm. and their lord's supper was different like at my church because we would just get a little thing of Ra- welch's grape juice and a little cracker but they actually had like wine yeah in this catholic church thing. they give you wine right <laughs> and so i had never had it before and i like dipped my that was like a new experience for me. I'm confused. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm saved. I'm a believer. So I got to do this. And I ate it. It was the most bitter thing. And yeah. I was like, mom, I think, I think that grape juice was rotten. She goes, honey, that was wine. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. She was like, it's not your fault. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Just don't. This is church. You yeah. are okay. Nobody's We're, judging you. Here. Right. Um, and like, what's crazy too, is the dude who had the, like the wine and the cauldron was like, kind of like not wanting to let me dip it. And I'm like, <laughs> Dude, he I'm, knew. hey man, we're, we're cut from the same cloth here, dude. Let me. Hey bro, get a I'm trying to get in. some of the blood of Christ. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why are you? Why are you trying to keep me out of this? Come on. <laughs> anyway, that's why. Um, but I. So, as someone who is a Christian, and I was always like, I've never been like shy about that. That's not something I try to hide about myself. That you're a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. And so. But and and so obviously whenever you're a Christian, people are going to look at you and know, and that's kind of like the lens that they look at you through, right? And everything you do at that point in time, and just society in general, is kind of scrutinized because we're all imperfect. But there's just kind of like this stigma against Christians where it's like, okay, but you're kind of held like you you hold yourself, and society kind of holds you to a little bit of a higher standard, and like and and not even maybe that's not even the case, but like the last thing I wanted to have happen was some guy that I'm hanging out with, you know, who isn't a believer, look at the things that I say and do and compare them to what he says and does. And they're identical. 
And he thinks because, okay, I know Theron's a Christian, and I see, and I do all the exact same things. And I cuss, I drink, I smoke. I do all the things that Theron does. So if he's going to heaven, I'm going to heaven. Right? And that's just not the reality of it. And I didn't want to be the kind of person who maybe led them to that assumption. And so I would, and it also helps that I just never took it, like, took to it. Like, I, that one sip of wine and was enough for me to be like, yep, not a fan of that. And then, like, you know, I can, I'm big on smell with any food, really. And if I don't like the way it smells, I will not stick it in my mouth. And I have never smelled, like, a beer or any sort of alcohol that I'm like, yeah, I need that in me. Like, I got to have that. I can't believe I've been missing. Never. Um, and so that's why I've just never had alcohol. Um, and then, yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. I, I've always just kind of kept my mouth clean or tried my best to. So it's admirable. Oh, well, it's, and I think too, it's like the last thing I want to do is be someone who, you know, comes across as, you know, oh, because Theron cusses, if I cuss, I'm going to, he's judging me for it. And that's just not the reality of it. Like, I'm not thinking that. You know, like I'm, I'm some sort of hero for not. Yeah. You know, it's just not the way I talk. You're not. You don't have right. this whole holier than thou. Right. Your crap doesn't stink because right. it's not me at all. Yeah, I, and, I didn't think so. Okay, good. Because I, that's just not. You know, I'm just. I don't, that's just how I've gone through my life, and I'm perfectly okay with how people want to go through theirs. And if they ever have questions for me like this, like I'm happy to talk about it. And mm. you know, and Allie too. And yeah, she might. She might, I think Catherine pointed out somewhere we went, Allie had a drink of something. So I was like, oh, and cause we, cause I remember we talked and we said, oh, she was like, Allie had a drink this time. And I was like, oh, so maybe they do drink. Maybe just the few times we've seen them, they don't drink. Allie's so always Allie's been... had one, I think maybe from the entirety that I've known her, I think I've only seen her with one drink ever. And I think it might've been at my birthday party. It was. I think at your birthday, she like, she's always... She's like, oh, I'll I'll try it. Like, yeah. but she's never found something where she's like, oh yeah, that's really good. I'll have that. Yeah. So, and even like, whenever we were on our honeymoon, we went to an all inclusive resort. Sure. And it was like endless. Like you could get whatever alcohol at all times. Of course. And she she was always in charge of ordering the the uh, straw strawberry daiquiris and the pina coladas. Yeah. And she had been ordering them virgin all week long. And so the one time I'm like, oh, hey, honey, do you want a pina colada? I'm going to go get a strawberry daiquiri. And I go up there and I'm just like, yeah, I'll take a, uh, take a pina colada and a strawberry daiquiri. And, and, they, and they make it to me and yeah. I'm like, okay, is what's he pouring in there? Uh, whatever. Whatever. And so I, I grab it and I bring it back. I set my, like, put my straw in my drink and I'm like, about to enjoy this, enjoy this strawberry yeah, daiquiri. You're about to take a gulp. Dude, it was <laughs> so bad. Immediately I remembered my mistake. Did not say virgin. <laughs> and so both of us were like, okay, yeah, we got to go back and get, like, I just, we just, we just don't like the taste of it. Plain and simple. Which, which is very plain and simple. And it, it's almost the blessing in disguise when I was told that I was allergic to beer. Right. Um, which That's why you have all the, to, the, to drink the, the vizies or yeah. the, the seltzers or whatever, because I don't like the taste of beer. I've never liked the taste of beer. Even a lot of liquor. I, I do not like, um, so the seltzers were a blessing in disguise for me because I can't drink that other crap. And now mm-hmm. I 
health reasons wise, can't drink that other crap. Right. So I have to drink something that's a little more fruity, a little more feminine or whatever. So, but it doesn't upset me at all because hey, it tastes good down to stereotypes. Me. Yeah. No, no <laughs> stereotypes here. I drink. I mean, there's a, there is a pink and green case of Vizzy up it, on my... Is it watermelon? It is watermelon flavor. Vizzy puts out these packs. Like, they have a lemonade flavor. They have a... Or, like, a flavor pack where it'll be, like, peach lemonade or strawberry lemonade, watermelon lemonade. And they just released this watermelon variety pack, and I haven't tried them yet. And I love Vizzy. Vizzy's a really good brand. Um, and they have really great values and, and stuff for being an alcohol company. So... <laughs> Uh, shouts to Vizzy. If they want to sponsor us, we will, even if, hey, even if Theron doesn't drink y'all, I'll send me all the free product you want. We need to get Coke on here. That's another Who? thing too, Coke. Like Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola. Yeah, Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, no. They're right downtown. We could go down. Uh, yeah. We can ask them. The, uh, but like, that's another thing is like, I really enjoy like a Coke or a Dr. Pepper. Like, I know that I like that. So I'm perfectly happy standing around and just, you know, having a good time with Coke and Dr. Pepper. Which like. is a really good point because I think it was a few weeks ago, Catherine and I went to dinner with my parents and it was actually a period of time where I was drinking a little less and my mom was like, I haven't seen you get a drink in a while. And I was like, well, I, I know what I'm getting when I get a Dr. Pepper. Like I know that I'm always going to enjoy it. I don't know. It's not going to make me feel like crap. Right. It's uh, it's a pretty consistent drink or a root beer or, or a Coke or a Sprite or something. Like soda is always very consistent unless it's flat, which is how often oh. do you order a soda and it's flat? It's right. not that often. Right. Um, so, so here's a question. Okay. For me, like there's not much better than like a can of Dr. Pepper. Okay. Like a can of it, like a okay. nice cold. Yeah. Maybe like, there's like a drinking little, it out of here. Maybe there's a little bit of shaved ice on the top of it. Okay. When you crack it open, like, okay. man, dude, I I'm just thinking right now about like uh, a three thirty kickoff for the Bulldogs, and I've just got my Dr Pepper. My anyway, so canned or fountain or bottle? Um, I think can wins that for me. Bottle, bottle There's is two, good too. Bottle. So so plastic or glass. So if you had to rank them all, like right, canned, glass bottle, plastic bottle, or fountain. Have you been to my parents' house? No. Okay. We were supposed to go for your birthday party. Or but it was I, my engagement party. Your engagement. You guys were out of town. And we were was out, it when out you west. Were in Colorado? Out yeah, west. exactly. Yep. My parents have this machine in our basement that you would absolutely love. It's one of those old-fashioned Coke machines. Oh, man. It's got, you You put a little dime in it, and the little light lights up. You open it up, and you, you pull the, the bot. It's glass bottles in there. Sure, they have, like, they might have, like, Budweiser or Corona in there, but they have IBC root beer. Ooh. You pull it out, and the bottle goes, and it clings or whatever, and you can't, and it's, like, the classic bottle caps that you can't twist yourself, so you have to, get in, like a bottle in the door, you, you do it, and... You that see the little smoke so cool. come out the top. Ooh. It is that, my friend, is is something else. I could pull trig on that. Yeah, yeah. You know what's you know what else is really good? What is Cracker Barrels root beer? Ooh, they bring yes. it out and the, they they give you the the glass bottle and then they give you the frosted mug. Oh yeah, to pour it into. That's Ooh. a nice touch. Oh yeah, that's like a that gives me travel vibes. You know, because when you're traveling, you're road tripping. Oh yeah, you, you, nobody goes to Cracker Barrel on a random Tuesday. 
not on a Tuesday, maybe a Saturday morning. Yeah, but like that's Saturday when morning you're road tripping, stuff. you gotta at least stop at one Cracker Barrel. When we went to Nashville to uh, visit her parents a few months back, on our way back or on our way up, she was like, "We gotta stop at Cracker Barrel sometime this week," and I don't care oh, when, yeah. but we gotta stop at Cracker Barrel. And it was sure enough on our way home and a nice end to a to a nice little weekend, little cap. Absolutely. Darren, that was a lot of fun. It was, man. Wow, I got to know you a lot more today. I can't yeah, wait to we tell got Catherine to know each everything other. I learned. Yeah. That's and yeah, good. and I hope you learned a little bit more about me. I, I sure did. Hopefully good things. Yes, nothing but. Wow. I hope you only learned good things about me. I I said it last time. I'll say it again. I've, st- I've still never heard something negative about Th- Theron Sapp. Well, I hope we can keep that streak up. Except the cussing thing. That's a little weird. No, I'm oh, just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just you, kidding. Just, you just drop some F-bombs, man. Just, <laughs> just say shit one time for me, bro. Um, no, uh, I respect. I, I, I'm, I thought you're, you're the preacher's, preacher's kid may have had a little bit of mm-hmm. uh, impact on the cussing thing and maybe the drinking thing too, but there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's just one of those things that like, most people curse sometime and sometimes you do you drop a hell or you drop an ass or or something but um but when you when you meet someone that doesn't cuss you almost like realize how often you cuss yeah and like there was a time i think one of the first times we hung out just one-on-one with you and Allie, and i was like I cuss a lot, don't I? <laughs> Only realized because I don't cuss. No, and, and I thought like every time I said like shit and you said like crap, I was like, man, I say shit a lot. <laughs> that, that makes me laugh. That makes me laugh. I wonder how many other people I encounter or think that way too. Guys, if you relate to this, comment on the Instagram post where we announce the episode and say like, Theron makes me uncomfortable for not cussing. <laughs> I want to see how many people. Yeah, I, I make uncomfortable. No, and, for that. and uncomfortable is not the word to put it. It's just, it's just different. But it's one of those differences that, like, yeah, who cares? Like, who cares? you live your life, I'll live mine. Exactly. And I've always said for the past few years that I cuss a lot. I should, I should, I should scale it back a little bit. And I've tried, but sometimes I just really want to say some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Plain and simple. Plain and simple, man. <laughs> right. uh, Theron, that was a lot of fun. Oh, what, yeah. what do you want to do next week, subject wise? I'll let you pick this one if you, if you want to take if you want to take a, a minute oh, or a day or two to, okay. to think about it. But all right, all unless right. you've got an idea, throw it at me and and I'll say yes. I'll let me let me refine my thought. Okay, okay, and then uh, we'll 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 hit our listeners with something. Okay, sounds good. Everybody, like uh, I said, real at the quick, top, real oh, quick, yeah. You know who you people are. I'm gonna need a. What's the uh, the 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 emoji with the red dress dancing? The dancing one, like you made it to the end. Let's let's celebrate. Oh yeah, okay. Give me, give me one of those. Uh, uh, let's let's call three random people out. Let's let's go Allie again. Okay, because if Allie lives uh, listens to an hour and forty five of this, right. I'm very impressed. Okay. Um, my mom. Okay, I'm gonna go with my mom, and I'm gonna try to think somebody in my life. Griffin, Griffin, my brother. If you listen to this, send me the red, uh, all three of these people, send me and Theron the red girl dancing emoji. There you go. And if uh, I don't get it in the next four days, I know that you are not a fan and that uh, I'm going to turn my back on you. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. (laughs) Um, Everybody, follow us on Instagram at plain and simple pod. That's where you'll get updates to the show, announcements, whatever. Be on the lookout soon for maybe a maybe a page on the Watchdog Media website that links to this podcast, and maybe that's where we'll have you submit 
questions of some kind. Maybe we'll link you to a Google form. Still toying in my head, and, and we're, we're going back and forth on what, what we'll do there. So be on the lookout. We'll announce that on Instagram whenever uh, we have a concrete way to do it. Give us some feedback. We'd love to hear it, whether it's leaving us that rating and review on iTunes or just texting Theron and I and just mm-hmm. saying like what you like, what you don't like. These first couple, a little bit longer, but we don't necessarily plan for them to be this long each time. They, we, You know, we just kind of let the conversations flow. We almost went for two hours, dude. You know, I almost wonder if like that's not a bad thing. I don't think so. Right? But Give someone something to do for a week. Yeah. Or listen do we to want- us for a consistent few days. Right. Maybe Start your morning with Theron and Logan. Yeah, we have a good time. We do have a good time here. And we hope that you can f- feel the good time that we're having. Yeah, exactly. Or mm-hmm. if you guys have, you know, if you guys, going back to the listener questions things, if you have questions for Theron specifically, or if you have questions for me specifically, it doesn't have to just be a, a piece of advice that you want from us or, a, you know, us to tackle a certain avenue of questions. If you have specific questions for us, Please ask us, and we'll throw them in a queue, and we'll we'll cycle those out here and there. Yeah. We're just we're we're going through it. We're we're learning. We're yeah. We're plain and simple, and we're plain and simple. Be on the lookout soon. We're going to try to get video up and running. I'm going to set a goal before episode five or by episode five. I want to be filming these and putting them on YouTube as well, so people can watch us. Be like feel like they're in the room with us. Yes, absolutely. So. Aaron, anyone, anything else you want to rattle off? No, man. I'm number two, my second ever podcast. Wow. How Making about that? history. Making, Making history. history. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye.